freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode number 357 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearmsauctions.com, where you set the price on guns, ammo, and accessories. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd, and Usually sitting next to me is the other guy, Dan, but he's I'm a little Dan. under the, you're not Dan. Not We've Dan. noticed That's he's a little me. under the weather. So we have filling in for him, uh, Dan and Cheryl's daughter, Cassie Todd <laughs> Jameson. And our guest today is the fabulous Deb Ferns. Deb is the founder of both Women's Outdoor Media Association and the She Never Quit event, the SNQ. SNQ is an annual charity event that fosters community and leadership, encouraging and promoting women who are and who want to become active in the shooting sports, archery, fishing, and hunting through social and mass media. The 2021 SNQ brought together women of every skill level from all across the nation to enjoy camaraderie and the outdoor sports in a safe and fun environment with world-class trainers. And I was there and you were there. Absolutely. And it was well, fabulous. It was fabulous. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Miss Deb. Well, thank you. Thank you so, so much because we all became friends at the October event and um, it's always nice to reconnect with friends. Absolutely. And as Cassie mentioned, as in attendees, we can enthusiastically say congratulations on a hugely successful event. But as the organizer, the, the person that has done it several years, how does it stack up to previous years? Uh, last year, the, this past um, 2021 event was the largest event we had ever done. Um, think about, I know we're all very excited, largest in terms of people, largest in terms of the dollars we raised, um, the number of uh, gun ranges and bays that we ran. I mean, it was just, it, it was an outstanding success and helped in large part. Let's face it, everybody gets there. Everybody pitches in, whether you're an attendee or a trainer. It was a blessed, uh, blessed by good weather, blessed by great camaraderie. So we raised, uh, to give you an idea, we raised the most we've ever raised before. We raised over $40,000 this year. Wow. That's awesome. And that's not like, you know, you get to say, oh, yeah, I got 40 grand. I'm going to stick it in my pocket. Oh, no, you goodness. give every single, I think I understand, you give every single dollar away. Yes. We are, and have been since 2009. We have been an all-volunteer board. And you know from meeting the board members, again, blessed is the right word and we've been together a long time and uh, we all have that common mission uh, the common mission of introducing more women to hunting fishing shooting sports and archery mm -hmm. and the one time a year that we all get together is she never quit i i wish we could do it several times a year but again you ladies know we're an all volunteer board we all work other jobs absolutely so, that it takes a lot of prep work to put on a big event like that. And um, uh, I want to give big, you know, a big kudu, uh, kudu or kudos to uh, Gun Stuff uh, TV because he came out to do a documentary on this past She Never Quit. Absolutely. Uh, Christopher Swainhart is yes. a sweetheart. <laughs> yes. hey, I'm going to tell him you said that. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, so, you know, when you talk about your, your board members, and I did have a chance to interview several of them, uh, one that was so busy making amazing food in the kitchen the whole time, I didn't get a chance to, to chat with her. But um, uh, I, we've been posting those up lately. But one of the, um, the attendees that was there, 
I had a chance to interview her because she was sort of a liaison for the, the facility. Um, she used the word, she had been one year before, this was her second year right. in 2021. She right. said that the previous year was transformative. I like and that I, word. I know. And I just, I, it was like, that is such a, a specific way to describe an experience, yeah. right? We say it was fun. It was exciting. It was awesome. It was these things. She said, transformative. I like and, that word. Usually people use empowering, but you know what? Um, for women that come to our event, I, I will say I've got a, a, a prayer wheel that is filled with um, notes and um, blog, you know, pieces that women have sent me notes, they've sent me cards, they've sent me saying words like, I walk, I walk different from, you yes. know, when I'm done with She Never Quit, I walked differently than when I, you know, when I leave, I walk a little taller. Mm -hmm. I like the word transformative though, because I think it's, it's appropriate. And I feel that, um, that right there is something that so many people are, we're hungry for, you know, we want experiences, but we want them to stick with us and mean something and, and not just have sort of the top of the mountain, you know, uh, summer camp moment, but then we just, Right. But then we just yeah. go back to normal life. We want to be changed and transformed. And so I do hope that people watching this and listening to this are, are captivated as I was by that word and want to have that experience for themselves, because I'm going to throw Cassie into the mix right now. Uh, this was kind of my year for doing things out of my own comfort zone. And if I'm going to do it, She's got to come here with you. Good. Come with me. Good, as a good mom should. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And so what were some of your key moments besides maybe getting to shoot uh, under the instruction of uh, Olympic? Lynn uh, Barnes, that was, that was the coolest part <laughs> because we know her through the DC project, but to right. get to have shooting tips yeah. from an Olympic shooter, uh, pretty, pretty dang cool. I'm sorry. Pretty it was cool and pretty dang mind. cool. When, you know, I just spent the week with Lanny. We were at the Fiocchi booth, uh, which is actually part of Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, which is also part of this big national finals rodeo. Uh, so pe people from every walk of life, I have 50,000 of them, right? From every walk of life going to Lanny and then to me, well, to Lanny, they were going, I know you, or I've seen you. And they have to get in context that she's a three-time Olympic biathlete, which ski and shoot. Mm -hmm. But now she's one of the top reigning female um, uh, three gunners, pistol, mm -hmm. rifle, and shotgun throughout the world. Oh, wow. Uh, she is an amazing woman. She's an amazing friend. Um, when I met them, um, her and her identical twin sister, Tracy, when I met them now, it would be 10 years ago, um, maybe 11 years ago. I said to them, when you are done with your Olympic careers, um, you're, you are mine. You, yeah. <laughs> you are mine. And so they both came on uh, to help me with as trainers for Babes with Bullets. Uh, Kay Michalik, who's my um, head instructor, who she and I've been together forever with Babes with Bullets, right? Uh, so she said to me, I'll train Tracy and Lanny to be three gunners. Of course, you know, Kay is a um, 15 time national three gun champion and a, however, 12 or 13 time world champion. And yeah. that's what she did. So she started training them in pistol, rifle, and shotgun. And then both those girls came on as babes with bullets instructors. And then voila, we pulled them into She Never Quit. Yes. So all good, yes. all blessed. Yes. All blessed. It, it absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, for me getting to shoot shotgun, I don't shoot shotguns at all very often, right. but to shoot at a target, you know, uh, under the tutelage and instruction of Kay Michalik. Well, I mean, yeah, pretty dang cool. pinch me, pinch yeah. me. I know, I know. And there was not, when you look at uh, the majority of the uh, trainers you had, they yes. are our Babes with Bullets core staff. Um, there isn't a person on the line, not one person in one of the nine ranges and bays that we had going that I could not personally vouch for. Every single one of them, I've shot matches with them. They've been involved in babes with bullets. Um, you name it, it was all about, as you already know, safety, safety, yeah, safety. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I will tell you that the 2022 She Never Quit is completely sold out with an extensive Ooh. waiting list. Oh my um, gosh, that's phenomenal. Yes. So we're very lucky, but that does not mean so that you know Cassie and you know Cheryl, people that go on to the She Never Quit um, or go on to the Women's Outdoor Media uh, Association website, they could definitely make donations mm -hmm. uh, so that um, they have the opportunity to help us help more of our charities. Right. So Absolutely. it's not like they can't go on. And I actually had a couple of folks at National Finals Rodeo and Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation walk up and say, um, they were guys and they walked up and said, we want to make a donation. We like what you're doing. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Well, and I another thing that I want to say that's so cool about the event. And I really think that this is a gun community thing too. I, everybody right. has, everybody has their isms in each organization and communities, but, um, with the gun, especially at your event at the, she never quit event, these people, these women who are training us and have all of these um, titles, titles, and yes, thank you, and accolades, are also sitting right next to you at dinner mm -hmm. and having a conversation mm -hmm. and just people. And I, I really do think the gun community does that well. Like mm -hmm. we, there are celebrities, but they are people, you know, yeah. and they just they talk to everybody like they're people and. Yeah. I just think that that is something There's that no I hope that we stay. Going on, is yeah. there? I hope no. no <laughs> I, hope, I hope it stays that way. I love it. It, it is. It's going to. It's for as long as I'm alive as the founder. Um, yeah. I I will have a you know a board position, right? Yeah. Uh, this is not something that goes on to my daughters because it's kind of not their thing. But um, as long as myself and Marsha Petrie Sue and um, our our whole goal is that if you want women to um, step up and step out in, mm -hmm. and be comfortable with what they're doing with shooting sports or handling firearms. Um, what you wanna do is, is you wanna bring down the angst and you mm -hmm. wanna bring up the fun. Yes. And, and you so if you, if, you have, if you have professionals that are not into creating angst, they're not into, as you well know, having been there, no drama, no drama llamas. Yeah. Okay? None. So that's one of the reasons why it has stayed so successful for so long is everybody, especially the board of directors, we all get into that harness and one horse pulls just like the other horse. And there's no, there's no room in that whole group um, for a princess moment. You know, we, wow. we get in, we want all of the women that leave to feel like they're taking a skill set back to their uh, communities. Because, you know, here's something I, I was working on before when we were all together. Somebody said to me, um, well, look at, you're creating all these leaders. And I look at the DC project and I see where you are genuinely trying to create leaders in every community to help with Second Amendment. And I mm -hmm. see it, right? Mm -hmm. What I, I see also and I'm going to lay this on the heart of the, of the 2A community, of the Second Amendment community, is that just because you lead by example does not mean you're creating leaders. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, you know, that was one of the things I had to give a lot of thought to about living outside your comfort zone. Something we'll talk about a little bit is that um, so many people don't want to step up. They want to take advantage of the event. They want to take advantage of the experience, but they don't want to step up because as you both know, it's a commitment. It's work. Yeah. Absolutely. But if they don't step up, who is, go who is going to step up? Right. Yeah. So I lay it out. I lay it on their hearts. I lay it on their hearts that you have a responsibility when you attend, she never quit. You have a responsibility when you come to a Babes with Bullets event. You have a responsibility when you're active with Gun Freedom Radio. You have a responsibility to be a good citizen and, mm. and step up. Oh, I love that. That is so brilliantly said. Um, so just to, to take a moment and talk about these amazing trainers, because you know you say it, it has to be fun, but yeah. the best way to have fun around, you know, tools of self-defense, you know, archery, uh, you know, firearms, these kinds of things is to make it safe. And yes. it was absolutely very safe. Yeah. And so uh, when you have people that are so well-trained and so confident in their craft, mm -hmm. uh, they are safety first. They're leading that 
us through each event and each station with safety in mind. And then we can just all relax mm -hmm. and have fun. And so you did have uh, Lanny Barnes, also known as Lanny Oakley, which I right. just love, oh, right? Yeah. To play yeah. on Annie Oakley. Mm -hmm. You had um, Kay Michalik, Mia Ann Stein. So yeah, was she not awesome at archery? Now, Mia, awesome is, at archery. Mia is not only a Babe with Bullets alum where she came to learn um, a handgun, but she in herself is a professional guide um, mm -hmm. out in Colorado. And but archery is, I, I just don't know that they come any better than Mia. And then we had Lisa Munson, um, mm -hmm. who you, you met. Amazing. And, uh, ama uh, now, here's the funny part back in November of 03, I was just learning, just learning how to, um, how to shoot a handgun, right? And I met Lisa, who had just finished in the top five in the nation for handgun. I think she's a 12 time. Um, national champion and a four-time world handgun champion. And wow. Lisa Munson has been our senior instructor since we started Babe with Bullets back in 04. So when I say names like um, Lisa Munson, Maggie Reese, she's another one, you know, that comes on, on behalf of Ruger. She's been a Babe's instructor for many, many years. Uh, she by herself has a lot of uh, titles in a uh, multi-gun plus handgun. And then, you know, you go right down the line and you go, uh, then there's Cindy Noyes, who runs the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation. That's how mm -hmm. a lot of people know her, right? So there's mm -hmm. Cindy and, the, you know, Lisa and Lanny and, um, you know, Maggie's teaching. And then you've got me out there. And then you've got Joanne Wilson, who mm -hmm. is an outstanding um, three gunner. But more importantly, how many women do you know run their own custom um, firearm shop where they customize the guns. And I can speak firsthand because I have one of Joanna's handguns. That's right? I mean, phenomenal. She's so good. She's yeah, so good. It's amazing. And then you even had Mia's daughter. Leah. She was yeah. Leah. She yeah. was helping with, uh, was it trap? Uh, trap and skeet. Trap yeah. and skeet. Yeah. Uh, not my gift. Even as good a trainer as she is, I, I got I nothing but air, I did. right? <laughs> but Cassie did great. I did it. <laughs> yeah, you did great. Well, you know what I will tell you too, is that shotgun is a learned art. To yeah. me, shotgun, for me personally, I was best at rifle. Um, shotgun was my last one to master when I started doing a lot of multi-gun. But Leah is, not, is a level one shotgun coach, probably by the time we see her again, level two. But here's the funny part. Um, Leah was the, uh, I met Leah again last week at national finals rodeo, and she is a gifted, gifted photographer. Yes. And she was there being paid by NFR, uh, to, to shoot, um, photos of the team roping. That's I awesome. mean, she is just, she just a gifted, let's put it this way. That apple didn't fall that far. Yeah. From that <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, and even though shotgun wasn't your thing, archery, you were very good at that. So we'll get to give you. Props yes. For that. Archery. I was like dead eye yeah. with archery. Awesome. So, uh, so that felt pretty good, but I, I don't hate it when there's something that I realize I need to work on because that's just a challenge for me. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm like, yes, I'm going to spend more time on that thing because it's enjoyable. And I just felt like, you know, there were other people waiting and, you know, I got five shots of nothing but air. <laughs> I'm it. moving on for today. And, yeah. um, I went to the booth, shoot the, the name of the gun is escaping me, staccato. but staccato. <laughs> oh, with Lanny stick. Now I shoot stick. So you got to appreciate I'm a little prejudiced because for um, when I was shooting last year, when I was the first super senior woman, which means you're over 65. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I was the first super senior woman to ever shoot heavy metal division in what's called, um, uh, you know, these world three gun championships. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I went around the country last year, basically sponsored by uh, POF, which is Patriot, which is in your backyard, Patriot. Yeah, yes. Patriot. Yeah. I shot a 308, which is an AR-10, a staccato 45 cal single stack, and a Beretta, um, and a Beretta 12 gauge uh, shotgun. And then this year, I was not shooting heavy metal. I was shooting the regular matches, and I was shooting a staccato 9 millimeter XL, which you gal shot. 
Nice guy. Oh, be still my heart. Was, yeah. Oh my I, gosh. I, I'm telling you, Ed, that's staccato. So now I've got staccato in nine, 40 and 45. And mm -hmm. so I said to Lanny, I said, when we all do shot show together, staccato is going to be putting on their own little event on that Monday before shot. And I said to Lanny, what else can I try? And my husband says to me, step away from the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My, my Christmas gift this year does happen to have a staccato listed just in case Santa uh, wants to bring me one. It was and it I with felt that like high sight. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, um, that's the ones you shot, and mm -hmm. that's the ones they just finished for me on my on my firearms. I, I can't say enough good things about iViz, not just as a sponsor, mm -hmm. but because the difference of my shooting guns, shotguns and handguns, without iViz, mm -hmm. and then shooting them with iViz, it's so obvious to me how much better my target transitions are. Because my eyes, like everything else, ages, right? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to be able to pick up that vibrant high-vis mm -hmm. sight on my guns. Mm -hmm. So where we they were, were awesome. I, I yeah. was intimidated that I was going to let the gun down. Like, I mean, <laughs> like if I don't shoot you well, Mr. Staccato firearm, I'm going to feel like I've disappointed you as, as a tool of self-defense. Beautiful. No, great. Oh, it was awesome. Um, so talk to us about who does attend who should attend an event like this? And I know you said you're already sold out for 2022, yes. but uh, you know, that doesn't happen without people being engaged and being ahead of the curve and knowing. You are correct. You are absolutely go. correct about that being in front of the curve. So really how it all started when we started doing this planning like seven years ago, I, you know, uh, at that time, because Marsha Petrie Sue um, and most of the people on the board of directors have all been affiliated with Babes with Bullets. So we really started it back then, just putting out, <coughs> I'm fighting a head cold like Dan is. So yeah, no worries. Take a quick swig. There you so go. So anyway, um, we ended up going to our Babes with Bullets um, email blast and saying, would you girls be interested? This is like seven years ago. Would you girls be interested in coming out and doing this She Never Quit as a charity event? And yeah, okay. And then what happened is over the years, it's transitioned from, Women that were babes alum, many of them have been babes alum, but here's the deal. Women travel in herds. Yes, and I do. don't mean that to be mean or nasty. It doesn't mean all women do. I mean, I, I drove, well, we we're running babes all over the country. I'm driving 28,000 miles a year in a little class C with me and Otis and Mingus, right? Um, so <laughs> the, I, the pups. That, that, is the her, that is the herd, me and the two dogs. But yeah. th that said, um, so many of the babes alum who came to it now said, my daughter needs this. My next door neighbor needs this. My sister needs this. My sister-in-law needs that. And the next thing you know, like Pat Holly, she comes and she's got a daughter in tow and a cousin. And it. I'm thinking to myself, that's how it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's how you, you get the, you know, you get that overwhelming response to an event mm -hmm. is that those women go back to their community and say, I, I want to bring her, I want to bring her. And I have a lot of men who say, what do we have to do to get you to write, a, to, to start a, he never quit. And I went, <sighs> yeah, that's not going to happen. It's all I can do um, to keep the, she never quit going along with other things, but that's really how it happened. I mean, now I'm going to say only 50% of the, the women attending are babes alum, maybe 40%. And the rest are invitees, you know, from, uh, you know, like, like you said, Cheryl, you invited Cassie. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, and, and then Cassie is going to be, you know, if at some point you can't make it to an event, Cassie's going to be going, Hey, I've got this cousin. I've got yep. this next, you know, I've got this, um, this gal that I'm good friends with that really need that really needs to come. And, um, and, and it just grows and grows. Now in 2022, we did change it to late April, as you know, and mm -hmm. we did that because it's so difficult in the fall to go up against hunting season. Yes. It's, it's very hard. And, um, we just figured the what we had to avoid is we didn't want to put it on top of NRA, mm -hmm. which is Memorial day weekend. Mm -hmm. Right. And we didn't want to put it uh, right on top of any hunting dates. And you guys, let's let's face it. 
know, Cassie, you know this. Um, dead of summer, it's just hard when families want to go away and do things together. Mm-hmm. And it's hotter than everything, you know. Uh, so yeah. you wouldn't <laughs> want to be in Texas in July. No. no. Absolutely no. not. No. And it is held in Texas. I think you have a different facility in your, your a, April yeah. event. Yes. Lazy CK Ranch. Um, bless their hearts. Lazy CK Ranch is in Hunt, Texas. So think um, uh, San Antonio is where most would land, you know, unless they're going to drive. And mm-hmm. I believe if you look at Hunt, uh, Texas, it's north and a little bit west. My husband might be yelling out to me, no, it's a little, it's north of San Antonio <laughs> by about 70 miles. And um, that's, you know, that's the nearest place. And it's a 10,000 acre private ranch. Wow. Amazing. So Fantastic. we're going to do all sorts of, you know, different things. Um, they've got saunas and hot tubs and um, um, animals everywhere. They've got animals everywhere, um, both exotics and whitetail and things like that. But I'm really, really excited um, because they gave us our own Connex box at that ranch and nice. they're building us a brand new pistol range. Nice. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. See, these are the kinds of connections, relationships uh, that move the needle. And when, when Lazy CK Ranch can see the work that you're doing, who is benefiting, how they're benefiting, and they want to be part of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's amazing. It is. It is amazing. And they definitely gave us a screaming good deal to use their ranch. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I am very grateful. Alan Robinson actually was the gentleman that showed up. You all met him. Alan Mm -hmm. Robinson, he kind of went around and not only that, but do you remember we had burgers that night or the next night, big bison burgers? Yeah. Well, who do you think brought us that 40 pounds of bison burger so we could try his, try that stuff at the, um, she never quit. I didn't didn't that. that. Well, thank you. Cause that was delicious. Yes. Um, so you know, looking forward, besides the fact that you've got, you know, you just in October of 2021 had a, she never quit. Right. Full blown event. Now yeah. you've got one coming up in April. Yeah. Full blown sure event. <laughs> right. And you were just were saying you were at the Rocky Mountain uh Elk Rodeo stage. Yeah. You are yeah. constantly on the go. You're involved with gun stuff TV. <laughs> but looking forward in your spare time, yes, yes. What, what do you have going on? Uh, you have an, uh, maybe a new book coming out. I do. I'm working on another book right now called um, Living Outside Your Comfort Zone. I've been doing speaking programs. And, and basically, I'll um, as long as somebody reimburses me for gas and hotel, um, I, I step up and I've got about a 20, 25-minute uh, presentation program I do. You know, a pretty easy slideshow. And it talks a lot about... Um, that I didn't start shooting till I was age 50. I didn't start hunting until I was age 55, 56, right? And a lot of women, you know, I, what I'm doing is I'm encouraging them um, to step outside their comfort zone because yes, it's wonderful when you're in your 20s or your 30s and you're just going, let's try this, let's try that. But a lot of women right now are raising children, mm-hmm. okay? And by the time they get to their mid 40s, and maybe those kids are off to school or maybe they're 50 years old. And those kids are off to college or whatever. And the women are saying to me, a lot of women are saying to me, um, you know, you know, we're just kind of, we don't know what to do with ourselves. We have an empty nest going on. Uh, we're not sure. Um, you know, and, and I just say to them, you have to step outside your comfort zone. You mm-hmm. have to find something that you're passionate about. The way you're passionate about DC Project and, and Second Amendment, the way I'm passionate about Second Amendment and teaching women, and also I'm passionate about um, field, meaning you know um, whether it's a hog hunt or it's a, a whitetail doe, you know doe hunt or my first archery elk hunt that I just took a couple of weeks ago. I'm passionate about uh, field the fork. You know, I, I want to know how to take care of myself for organic meat. And then, so I talk about those things on living outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I throw a lot of noodles against the wall, you know, <laughs> to see which ones will stick. Um, yes. Because I think there's a lot of women out there, my age, Cheryl, maybe even Cassie's age in the younger group. Um, you are both way younger than me. But bottom line, there's a lot of women out there saying, I, I'm, I want to do more with my life. 
Yeah. I want to do more with my life. And I'm not saying don't be involved with your community. You know, I, I do a lot with my church because um, my husband and I both train our ushers on handgun 101, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a perishable skill. If you are going to carry um, a firearm, if you are going to um, have firearms um, be part of your life, how, at whatever level, maybe it's even hunting, right? It's a perishable skill. Going out one time a year to hunt with that rifle and the only time you're going to shoot it is when you're in the field mm-hmm. is it's a perishable skill. I would no more get on I-10 and only drive uh, during rush hour. One time a year, I get in my car and I drive 75, 80 miles an hour with everybody else. And I drive one time a year. No, it's no. a perishable skill. You've got to get out and keep it going. And that's what I encourage women to do. Find what speaks to your passion Find what, you know, don't be afraid to try, you know, step outside your comfort zone and know that um, you might get a lot of naysayers, you know, women you get that join DC projects, women that I get to come to She Never Quit or Babes with Bullets programs. And they said, boy, you know, I did this. My mom and dad are not happy with me because they are adamantly anti-gun. And I said, okay. I said, but bottom line is nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does it say your life is a dress rehearsal? Mm, wow. That's well said. So if this is something you want to try, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's women that say I'm in my fifties. I'd like to learn how to ride a horse at least one time in my life. I'm going to go take lessons. What are you waiting for? Yes. Right. I... You want to learn how to shoot and you want to get better at shotgun. You're going to do it. You're going to do it, it because what are you waiting for? Right. I love that. And just even if you just uh, say, you know, step outside, like, yeah, yeah. just step outside, like live outside, you can yeah. leave off your comfort zone. Uh, yeah. But it, it does tend to follow because if we're not accustomed to being out of doors, then then we are out of our comfort zone. But there is so much, um, so much that we get to experience when we do a go out outside of our comfort zone, but even going outside. So when families go shooting together, families go hunting together, families go just camping together, right? We, we have an opportunity to bond in a different way, learn different skill sets, see things, you know, surprise ourselves about things we didn't even know. I'm going to write that down. Surprise yourself. I'm liking that. That we might not even realize we, we were interested in or good at. Right. right. Or like me with the skate. I didn't know I wasn't good at it. Now I do. Now yeah. I've got a new thing that I can work on and practice. I love that. Well, so. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't share a lot. And Cassie, I couldn't agree more with the whole premise of gun freedom rodeo and the, and the big event you do in February. Um, I want, I am 110% committed to people asking um, non-gun people to attend your event. Thank you. I'm, I'm big interested. Second Amendment I, I, rally. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in that. And I'll, get, I'll, I'll give you a for instance in how we can reach bipartisan, if you want to call it that. One of the things I'm doing a lot of work with is Wild Horse Fire Brigade. Mm-hmm. And it's because in the Western states, um, Bureau of Land Management has all but eradicated. Errat- when I was a kid, many, 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 many years ago, there was almost a million uh, wild horses, Mustangs, in west of the Mississippi, almost a million. Uh, now, wild, there's less than 30,000. Oh, wow. And we have 60,000 of them in BLM pens where they each get a 10 foot by 10 foot pen to spend the rest of their life in. That's it. Oh, wow. So I do Wild Horse Fire Brigade because it's a way to wake people up that there's another option. We have 20 million critical wilderness acres in Oregon alone. And we can let wild horses in critical wilderness because guess what they eat? They eat the tinder that create wildfires. I they love five it. And have tons of it every year. So what I said in my big Zoom call with Wild Horse Fire Brigade is I said to these women, 12 of them that were all sitting on this board, I said, how many of you would call yourself conservative? Well, only my little hand went up, right? And one <laughs> other hand went like this. I don't think she knew she should admit she's <laughs> And the rest were all pretty, pretty much liberals. Mm-hmm. And they came back and they said um, on this Zoom call, which was just yesterday, they went, 
we are amazed that we could find anything to have in common with a conservative like you. And I didn't take offense. I looked at him and I said, that's the problem. I said, I don't know you and you don't know me. You don't know why I'm so adamant about second amendment and why I'm adamant about um, managing wild game correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't get it. And, and, um, and I don't understand where you come from. Okay. Yes. And I said, but if we can find bipartisan issues to agree on, yes, I said, if we can, we can let what happens in, in Washington, DC and the disappointments we have with our politicians, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Go by the wayside. If we can find some common ground. And that's what I hope when we are doing the the um, the two way event uh, with the with gun freedom um, radio, I want to see in February people that want to challenge us on why why we believe in Second Amendment. I want people to challenge us on why we believe in hunting, why we believe in she never quit. Absolutely. Right? So I'm I'm that's beautiful. I don't think we just need always to stick with our own people. Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be beautiful. And, and I don't even, maybe not beautiful, but it'd be constructive Yes. to see, um, and everybody's got to stop screaming at each other. Yeah. Yes. Right? Oh, for sure. And so you are uh, talking about on uh, February 19th, 2022, mm-hmm. yep. on the grounds of the Arizona State Capitol, our organization, Gun Freedom Radio, AZ Firearms Auctions, uh, Pot of Gold Auctions, we've partnered with a group called Writers USA right. with a rally that they began. Uh, this will be our ninth season. It's nice. only, I think, wow. maybe our, our fourth season with them that we've partnered together. And it is the Celebrate and Protect the Second Amendment rally event. It is a family friendly, yeah. uh, you know, there's face painting and balloons for the kids. There's a Patriot Park for the kids. And and it is for everyone. Is. This isn't a conservative, you know, event or a GOP event or whatever. Because why? Because our Second Amendment is for everyone. For it's everybody. part of our Bill of Rights. So is so is the First Amendment. Yes. And I, I reminded these gals on the Zoom. There was one guy, but mostly gals, and I just said, um, "I'm big in Second Amendment because it's all that protects your First Amendment." And I said, if you need a clear image of what's going on with First Amendment, uh, take a look at Australia. And I said, they don't have a, 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 you know, First Amendment, Second Amendment, things like we do. And take a look. I said, I don't know if you gals are all pro jab. That's your, but that's your right. Whether you're you're pro vaccine or not, that's your right. In Australia, they lost that right. In New Zealand, they lost that right. And I said, so your First Amendment right and your Second Amendment right um, are just a, a part of what's protecting you, because at some point, um, if we didn't have the Second Amendment, they can easily take away your First Amendment. And never has that been proven more true than watching what's going on in Europe and in Australia right now. And they even agreed with me and went, yeah, that's been a little spooky. That's yes. been a little spooky. And I just thought, um, Maybe when we're all together, uh, maybe, you know, when we're all together, uh, you, you tell me how long you want me to talk. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about living outside your comfort zone, or maybe we'll talk about, um, you know, what happens, yeah. what happens when you let your government take those rights away from you? Absolutely. Because you're never, never going to get them back. Right. Never. Boy, if that isn't the case. That's so well said. And always, you know, the whole um, way that we fashioned our, our show, Gun Freedom Radio, whether it was a radio show or now it's a podcast style, it, it is to try to create conversations in that middle space. You know, yes. there are some people that they absolutely are never going to, you know, embrace the idea of gun ownership or individual rights to gun ownership, that's fine, right? There's people that no matter what, they're always going to embrace those things. That's yeah. fine. But the the change and the conversation, it's going to happen in that space and in, in between where people haven't quite made up their minds. It and is. we just want to offer inf- information and give them things to take around their, their dinner tables and in their carpools. And conversations like this will spark uh, that that movement to, to, you know, kind of wrestle with ideas 
and yep. share them with their neighbor and say, yeah, I saw this thing. And they were talking about this. She never quit thing. And you know, there's <laughs> archery involved. Like, what do you think about that? Like, should women just be out there shooting up, you know, clay targets, you know, and then however your neighbor responds, at least it's an opportunity to have that conversation. And dialogue is everything. Screaming doesn't accomplish much, but dialogue is everything. Here's what I have found over these, um, you know, 18 years of, of running babes with bullets. All right. Uh, what I found is that you can't meet angst. You can't meet angst with double the angst. You can't, right? Because um, nobody listens. What I can do is I can meet angst with saying, you know, I hear that this, you know, I, I, I hear where I hear where you're coming from help me understand where you're coming from because this is where I'm coming from. Yes. And that's exactly how I handled the zoom the other day. And, um, and of course you could appreciate a lot of people that are involved with wild horse, um, you know, fire brigade or people that are involved with wild horse rescue um, are, are really looking at, um, you know, these horses that, that die out there with helicopter roundups and they're shooting them right and left. I oh, said when they when they're perfect. dying because of the helicopter rounds up all 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 paid for by years of my dollars right the Bureau oh. of Land Management takes 155 million dollars a year to feed horses that are happier in public land but we're never going to win against big biz you guys we're never going to win against big biz and as long as cattle grazers sheep grazers and mineral operators want public land that's the way it's going to go. I mean, everybody said to me, oh, you're giving up already. I said, I'm not giving up. I'm changing direction because we can't, you gals already know that we can only change people's minds one at a time and changing a corporate lifestyle mm -hmm. would be beyond Debbie's pay grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But finding those bridge building opportunities yes. like you did with the, the wild horses uh, and, and and caring about that. And as you were talking about this roundup and helicopters and shooting at, at um, horses, I am so tapped into Yellowstone. Our whole family is like, yeah, <laughs> she stayed up too late last night no, watching right? Yellowstone. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we are very locked on to Yellowstone. And so I and think a lot of that's what you're saying is you're seeing it play out in that show. And it's, I know it's theater, Bar. but it's also real life for people. Absolutely. And how can you watch the show and the, the majesty and the beauty of, of the horses that they show and, and that lifestyle and not feel like you want to help do something to preserve. Well, um, you're, you're spot on. In fact, one of the, uh, just to give you a little background. Um, so for three days um, over Thanksgiving, I was taping um, up on, um, near Wairica, California, which is actually near Ashland, Oregon. I was taping on critical wilderness with the, the gentleman that started Wild Horse Fire Brigade. We taped for two and a half days, all mm -hmm. the different wild horses. We taped 15 or 16 uh, families that came forward saying wildfire helps nothing, right? Mm -hmm. um, we want the wild horses to be free. Anyway, we taped that. And now we're uh, editing for a 90 piece a TikTok and Instagram campaign awesome. on the call, the call to help, the call to help wild, wild Horse Fire Brigade. In addition to which Kevin Costner, we're asking him, we're asking, we're going to see whatever it goes. We want that voiceover because we're going to take our campaign and we're going to make it into a documentary on Wild Horse Fire Brigade. And we've been accepted into 12 film festivals already. Oh yeah, my gosh. Come on, Kevin Costner. We know awesome. you're a huge fan of gun freedom radio. Yes. I have no idea. I, I hope I will is. tell you, we're, we're asking that, that guy voice. So you girls help me, you help me because we need a good guy voice mm -hmm. that talks passionately about the horses mm -hmm. and, you know, and somebody said, let's get Willie Nelson, right? Mm -hmm. There's another identifiable voice, correct? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we want a good, strong voice that wants to do this documentary with us. Um, because this is all in the mix, you know, spending all of Christmas doing editing. You gals know what this is like. It's oh, for sure. Gosh, Don oh, Collier would have know, been perfect, but that. he passed away just a few months ago. Um, Sam, Did he have that real good voice. Oh, yes, iconic. Find me one. Find I will, one. we will, but I want you to get Kevin Costner. All right, we've got to wrap up. Okay. I want you to tell folks we've mentioned a few times that uh, the SNQ, the She Never Quit, does support different charities, but we haven't mentioned any of them. Okay, well, 
I'm so glad you brought it up because the one that's been a constant charity for us since we started was Foundation for Women Warriors. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Jody couldn't be there this year, uh, their executive director, because very bluntly, she'd been exposed to COVID. Luckily, she never got it, but they had exposed their office, the five or six women that work in that office. Well, you know what that means. You got to quarantine, right? Yes. So Foundation for Women Warriors is a big one. Another one that was big was, uh, and you heard um, Caroline talk about it, uh, Trinity Oaks um, hunts for the terminally ill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a big chunk of the money goes there. They run Thumbtack Ranch. But you heard Caroline speaking about Trinity Oaks hunts for the terminally ill. That's huge. Um, we also, you all met Sarah uh, Stillwell, who is a uh, current army, who started uh, herwildlife.org so she mm-hmm. can take first responder ladies and lady veterans on hunts, mm-hmm. right? And I'm actually helping Sarah um, with herwildlife.org because I already do that. I already work with some of the other not-for-profit uh, groups taking lady veterans. But Sarah's deal is she wants it to be for women, mm-hmm. operated by women, which is what mm-hmm. Kay and I do with our Ladies Adventure Camp experience. We mentor women in the hunting field. But mm-hmm. I'm not getting any younger. And I want to see a young Sarah step mm-hmm. up and take on more. So we got her. And then we also uh, put money into Team Never Quit, which is Marcus Luttrell and his wife, Melanie Luttrell, who are good friends to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do another one that keeps making the news wreaths across America yes. where we help with these wreaths. And um, I, I'm just going to sh- shout out and say, do not let um, the stupid anti-military, anti-law enforcement groups who think it's a white supremacist thing uh, that we go lay wreaths to honor um, people that have, you know, that have, that have either served and served for us and have passed away or served and passed away while serving. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and say, I don't, when I put a, a wreath on a, on a grave, ladies, I don't know if that person was black, white, Chinese, uh, Asia. I don't know. Amen. All I know is that they're a veteran. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And wreaths across America are um, something that we've done every single year and will continue to do. But our, our big ones are Foundation for Women Warriors, HerWildlife.org, uh, Trinity Oaks, um, Hunt for the Terminally Ill. I mean, we kind of spread it mm-hmm. and, and make it work. In fact, all the steel you shot, $30,000 worth of steel mm-hmm. um, that was owed at uh, Thumbtack Ranch was donated um, to us by Champion, um, AR5, Champion that you saw uh, the birds flying through the air. Yes. You no, know, and the machines that were throwing up were champion machines for trap and skeet. That's well, champion phenomenal. also has AR 500 steel and they help us build our gun ranges for she never quit. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. We do need to get out of here, but tell folks, please, how do they follow all that Deb Ferns does? How do they <laughs> donate if they, they can't make it to one of the she never quits? Cause this, the 2022 sold out already. And, or maybe they're they're not a she, you know, yeah, they're a he and they wanna... so if, if they go to um, www.thewoma.org and it's the Woma, um, or they just put in the Women's Outdoor Media Association, which is a long name, okay? Uh, <laughs> but if they put that in or they put in She Never Quit, mm-hmm. uh, we have the .com, we have the .org and they'll see it right there on the website, right? Mm-hmm. And if they want to follow me, they can follow me through Babes with Bullets, uh, they can follow me through the the Woma, um, but I also have uh, Deb Ferns, and um, I post. I'm not as religious about it as I should be because I'm spending so much time doing all this editing work. But if they reach out to me um, uh, between Erica Chin, who you know does our mm-hmm. babes with Love bullets um, uh, stuff, and Daphne Cassidy, who you've met, does our Woma. Yeah. If her. they reach out and they want more information, uh, they send it on to me, and I answer them. So it's, uh, it's a good family. Yes. Everybody helps out. I love it. Thank you again so much. We will definitely be in touch soon and have you back on to talk about whatever new thing you've got going on. (laughs) You all, you all have a blessed, blessed holiday season and we'll see you in 2022. Absolutely. Bye-bye. God bless. Oh, she's awesome. Too fun. Um, 
I just, I can't get over how much she does. I know. And she is the energizer bunny. She is the energizer bunny. And she's so much uh, fun to know and to be around. And she is going to be one of our speakers at the 2022 celebrate and protect the second amendment event on the state Arizona state Capitol lawn on February 19th, 2022. And, uh, I love that she doesn't even know yet for sure what she's going to talk about because she could choose. She has such a menu of, of things she could pick from. Um, so I love that. And, uh, we really do have to get out of here. We've got, uh, yeah. another guest. We do three shows, uh, each week back to back, and then we spread them out, uh, throughout the week. And so, uh, the way that you see any other shows that we have coming up is if you like to watch the video version, you can go to YouTube Gunstreamer or the Opslins app. And, uh, when you, uh, go to YouTube and Gunstreamer, please click the subscribe button and the notifications button. If you like to listen to the audio only version, then go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on demand tab and binge listen to your heart's content. Thank you so much to our awesome guest, Deb Ferns. Thank you to all of our amazing viewers and listeners. What we do here matters because it matters to you. So thank you so much for that. And uh, until next time, what are we going to do, Cass? Pray for our nation. We are. We're going to also pray for people in leadership positions, our representatives, all of those kind of people. What about, but what if there's a few that we don't really like very much? What do we do? There's a couple. There's a couple. Do we pray for them too? Yes. Maybe especially. No, we should. It's good. Especially for them, right? Yes. All right. Well, until next time, be good to each other. Have a great week.